Welcome to the Die by the Dice podcast. This is a weekly adventure podcast being told in order. We're only on episode two now, so if you haven't caught episode one, just go back and listen to it. We'll be here when you get back. Enjoy. When we last left our heroes, the group was in two smaller parties. One, with Drock and Eriks, had been traveling incognito, at least Eriks had been, for the last several months, uh, getting by on the occasional bounty, the money that Drock could make while barding and performing, and what Eriks managed to scrounge up from sometimes less scrupulous means. Meanwhile, they were being pursued, though not to their knowledge, by Farin and Kiarin, who had been searching for Aiden at the Aserok's behest. Their search went better than it might have otherwise, given their skill sets, due to the fact that there was really only one person who matched the description they were looking for. The crimson-skinned, black-haired, hornet and tailed man. So, even though they didn't quite have a, a good bead for him... He That's didn't... racist. Well, you know, <laughs> accurate. Does that make it more racist? <laughs> yes. There's not a lot of people with crimson skin, I'm not saying... It's really bad about being crimson skin. They found them in a small riverside farming town called Rafasha, where Drock was performing and Eric's was trying to keep a low profile. After a little bit of securitist talking in the, the tavern, both parties retired for the night, uh, only to be surprised the following morning when Eric's was outed by the innkeeper unexpectedly, and Dick. due to a case of mistaken identity, a wanted man named Noka the Bloody uh, vowed not to go, not to be taken alive and attacked the party. Before immediately, be, before immediately being taken alive <laughs> and conscious. As Drock looked for manacles for possibly the longest <laughs> search in D&D history. Uh, he misplaced them. Yes, true. Uh, Eryx was confronted by Farron, who basically outed his secret, uh, showing him that he knew who he truly was, and delivering a message to him from his uncle, Baron Lunara. Baron Lunara's letter asked his nephew... Uh, for for aid in the town of Shade. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Brett kind of go. Throw <laughs> <laughs> some shade your way. And this revelation is where we uh, we find our our group still in the <clears throat> bottom of the town, the tavern, uh, now reunited with this paper bombshell just dropped on the a lot of them. So as the as we fade in, Eric's, what do you do? We're gonna fade into Shade. <laughs> We're, not We're already in shade. No. We're not there yet. Okay. We're not throwing shade yet. No. Okay. All right. So as Eric uh, finishes reading the document, he kind of sets it down. Uh, well, guess I have to go to this shade place. Shade. Shade. What is that Shod? place? Drop wonders to himself. Oh. I actually have a question. Yeah. Did you read that out loud? Because no, my guy's not stupid. It, my guy doesn't have to read out loud because he's not an idiot. <laughs> and he doesn't know what's in the letter. So none of us do either, then. No. Well, oh, he just mentioned Shade, so all of you can make a history check. All right. All right, and add all my modifiers for my intelligence. If you have Thieves Can't, um, then uh, you have advantage on the, okay. the check. I do have Thieves Can't. Two. Two. I'm going to use that advantage. Twelve. Six. Twelve, six. Would it be twenty-one? Twenty-one. Okay. Ooh. So Farron and Game Noble. <laughs> uh, Eric's both have knowledge of the place. It's a sort of a squatter town built up in the shadow of a, a once great metropolis deep, deep in the desert. Full of ne'er-do-wells, wanted men, revolutionaries, basically anyone who wants to drop off the, the grid and be far away from any sem- semblance of law. 
Uh, it's a, a tough place where you're going to have to watch your back. But somehow you're not quite surprised to find Uncle Baron uh, has ended up there. His name is actually Baron? <clears throat> uh, B-A-R-R-I-N. Baron. Okay. I thought, I thought it was a title. Yeah, I thought it was no. a title, too. <laughs> no, sorry. No. Family of nobles, and then you said Baron, so I figured I just kind of went with it. Eric, do we have time to collect our bounty? Well, uh, you make a you don't even make a check because you know about it. Uh, there's you'd have to go to a bounty office, mm-hmm. which kind of this place is a little bit in the sticks. They're sort of far between. The closest one you know is about a week's ride west of here. Uh, you're if you're going to Shade, uh, which you you've heard of the name but you're not quite sure the details. Uh, it's probably <clears throat> in a different direction. Fortunately, the bartender says uh, who has a keen ear apparently <laughs> says uh, I'm gonna be able to help you out with that. Uh, Drock. I just heard your companion say you're heading to Shade? That's correct. Uh, well, how about this? I'll make you a deal. Uh, you said the bounty was 60 crowns, yes? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. That is exactly <laughs> what he said. Those are the words that I use to describe the situation. Well, I'll take half and deliver the... Uh, I'll pay you half, and then I'll deliver the, the guy and take the bounty. Sounds like a great plan. Can I actually roll for <laughs> deception? You don't have to. He's oblivious to your your apparent anger. He says, "All right." Reaches behind me. Can, can you roll deception to see if I pick up on his anger? <laughs> yeah, sure. Decent chance. Yeah. You have disadvantage because of your the way you're saying. <laughs> he, has, he has disadvantage. He has disadvantage. I still nineteen. Damn it, seventeen. Okay. He seems very, uh, it seems like a cordial arrangement has been made between him and the innkeep. <laughs> I mean, do you have to use the world's heaviest d20? Is that, is that what I was just picking that we thing up. Use, that thing is ridiculous. We can use another d20. I'm pretty sure that thing dented a wall at one of our houses. Not by my hand. It was by my kent. So the... No, I, I don't think it was by your hand either, but I'm pretty sure it still happened. <laughs> like, if that rolls off the floor, I'm worried about shattering my feet. <laughs> it does a d4 of damage. Does <laughs> it? So the innkeeper reaches below and pulls out a, a sack of coin, uh, counts out 30 and slides it across the table to you. And he says, oh, uh, takes two more, puts on it. Here's the manacles. Thank you. It would be wrong of me not to share the spoils. I just put it, like, very angrily in front of everyone. <laughs> all right, so y'all get eight gold. Woo! Woo! I'm drowning in money! Uh, damn you, John. Damn you, DM. By your own petard. Oh, my worldly plans. I just palm my coins and stash them in my sack. Cool. You must also keep wary, though. Real quick. One thing I want to have my character do, and I'll probably do this in the other game too as well, is have him divide up his coins into various parts of his body, like keeping some in his boot, keeping some in his pouch. That way, like, it's harder for him to be separated from all of his gold. Okay. I think it's something he would probably do. That seems fine. I'll, I'll, I'll designate how much is where, that way if you you, you pickpocket them or something, that it, I, you know, there's no question of okay. what he actually has. So you'll have basically, doing that will impose um, like a penalty to someone who's trying to pickpocket you or something. That's fine. Trying to use sleight of hand against you. We're going to make arrangements to go to the shade. Do we need to make arrangements or do we just head there on foot? You both would know. That's uh, Farron and Eric's. We both know that it's uh, about a week and a half to two weeks uh, over land to get there, mm. uh, and most of it is deep desert. So we're talking a week and a half trip. on foot or on foot. Okay. Uh, if you have like a camel or something, you might be able to make better time. But you're going to want to have some 
like some camping supplies, some tents and things like that. Because having a bedroll uh, might not be enough to ward off uh, exposure and the, the harsh environment. From your time, you know you're mostly going to want to travel at night mm -hmm. and uh, rest during the day. A tent would be necessary, but you've got create water, so that's going to go a long way on, on that. Journey. Hell yeah. yeah I don't think any of us can afford a camel. Yeah. Um, how I much does one go for? It, it, it does stipulate that it has to be like, there has to be like, you bunch. know, a bounty area. Each. I do have one of my features is if you have Wanderer, <laughs> maybe that can find food. Like, I start off with quite a bit of gold in my pocket. If and there's I can't a, that. <laughs> by natural landscape. So there's stuff I can hunt my things that I can find food. So, so there's some badlands and scrublands between yeah. the savannah and the deep desert where you'll be able to uh, scrounge at disadvantage. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, but once you actually hit the desert, there'll be there's basically no food to find. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how good a survivalist, sand sandwiches don't really fill you the way you might like. My character might not know this, but how would he actually fare in heat since he is resistant to fire? You'd have advantage against uh, like dehydration and just sort of exposure based. You know, you like for heat exposure, you you wouldn't have to make any checks, but for like dehydration and stuff. Oh yeah, like, that that would yeah, that would still. I mean, he probably I don't think unless we're in an area where it gets hot enough, he might not be aware that he handles heat better than he used to. Mm. Okay, so we need to get a crapload of rations and tents. So the tents are two people, so we could save on both space and expense by bundling up. Granted, they're only two gold, so I mean, you're gonna no. get two, you're gonna get two tents. You should relax. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm here all week. <laughs> okay. Uh, do we just want to get them, or do we want to role play purchasing these items? Actually, there's an important question. How well off is the town we're in? Because that directly affects how my guy acquires his stuff. <laughs> it's uh, there's it's a simple farming town. So he's uh, gonna buy it then. The barkeep says, "If you need supplies, you should talk to Amin uh, across the street." Okay. So I head over there. Yeah, I'll go too. Across the street. Mm -hmm. I walk over. What is across the street? Simple dwelling made of like wood and reeds, mm -hmm. uh, some kind of like mud walls mm -hmm. to okay. uh, enclose it. That okay. there is a little sign out front. Shows a little like a bag with like some items stopping at the top. There's like some arrows and a plow and okay. some other things. Um, and this is uh, Ahamin's general store. Okay, so another reason we might want to uh, only do the two tents. They're twenty pounds piece. I know that's going to put me near being encumbered. Another <laughs> <clears throat> oh, twenty pounds piece. So yeah, prodigious, prodigious strength would be necessary. Yeah, you're volunteering. <laughs> I can carry things totally. <laughs> Drock is totally down. Like, it's like so, Andy Dwyer. Hey, Andy, I gotta move. Can I help of, you move? <laughs> how much of the time did you say we'd actually be in the desert? In terms like, of like a good like a week, we at least half the time. So it's a week and a half to get there, but about half of that would be in the desert. So we'd need seven days of rations, at least. Yeah. Right. We're already at five. So, do we have a good survival? Someone with good survival to in terms of mm. keeping our rations down before we hit the desert. Yeah, I I actually I have a feature wanderer where I can find food like no check mm -hmm. required unless you want to stipulate whatever. Is it no. for you and others? Mine's decent too. Uh, me and others. Me okay. and six others. Oh, okay, cool. I and I've got create water. So as an as an outlander. Nice. Okay, so then we don't. If you've got create, like, how often can you cast that? Because that it's one spell slot as long as the vessel's big enough can make up to I think ten gallons. Well, because that's good. Because then we don't have to carry like a bajillion water skins. If he can just generate water sources and we fill up the skins that we have. Yeah. Because that'll keep. Wait down too. Mm -hmm. If I fund the tent, would you carry it and I'll be your nice tent? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I'll buy the tent. <clears throat> I'm gonna pick up another water skin. Oh, just... so you guys, uh, who's, who else going over to the general store? Everybody. I went. 
We all went. Yeah, we need. Yeah, we all. Fine. We're, we're all going to need to get some kind of supplies. Okay. As you walk in, uh, there's a little bell above the door. As you walk in, uh, it's nice and cool inside, uh, shaded. The it's still morning, but the temperature's already beginning to rise outside. Mm-hmm. You can, the store is arrayed with mostly kind of self-serve goods piled into bags or on barrels all about. Uh, there's a small counter with a tan-skinned portly man with a bald head. As you walk in, he mm. says, welcome, welcome. Drock in my very establishment? Welcome, welcome. Snicker, snicker, snicker. Burger, welcome. He says, I saw your performance last night. It was wonderful. How can I be of service to you? Well, we're going to be traveling for a great distance. We need a Tents and rations. That I can provide. Do you also have a loot case? May I see the loot? Mm, be careful with Vinica. He says, oh, I would not dream of uh, being hard on such a, a such a beautiful instrument. Whoops! <laughs> he says, I may have something I can accommodate for. And he hands it back to you. He says, where are you going? Jock kind of looks at you guys, because we're heading to Shade. Are you now? Would you mind doing me a favor? Depends on the favor. I have a letter I need delivered. How much? He says, well, he rubs his hands together contemplatively. If you promise to bring it to its destination without opening it, then I will give you 20% on any goods you need to make the journey. 21 deception? He says, sure, I promise I won't open it. He says, this is more of, he can't, I'm not guaranteeing that he won't. He's not going to intend, he has no plans to open it, but he might get bored one night. I don't know. He says, a moment. It goes into like mm-hmm. a, a back room. Mm-hmm. Comes out with a, a brass scroll case. And he says, uh, as he hands it to you, as you grab it, he doesn't let go. He says, it is set up so if opened, the recipient will, will know. I advise you not to. And let's go. He pauses. Duly noted. And then stows it away on himself. He says, excellent. Well, let me know what you need. And I will do my best to accommodate so just go ahead and do a quick shopping list, and you get 20% off anything you need to buy. Uh, who are we delivering the brass scroll case to, by the way? Yeah, uh, we need a destination. You will deliver it to a man named Evren Hamar. You will be expecting it. Destination. And he's in shade, correct? He is. How might we find him? Well, I'll find him. I would suggest asking around. I do not know his exact location. From my own edification, is there any chance that this man is going to be angry at the contents of this scroll case? This just affects how I might be delivering it. I think you're not supposed to shoot the messenger. In a perfect world, they don't. <laughs> Where we're going, I'm not relying on that. Well, there are reasons to fear Evren Hamar. Uh, the contents of this scroll case are not one of them. Good to know. Yeah, appreciated. And, uh, you spoke of some of the case for Venica. Yes, yes. So I have a small chest. I can put some towels in it. To insulate her. How much will this cost? Eight silver. And that's with a discount. And he takes a small wooden box and puts some towels in there, locks it up. Can I do um, gold, two silver? I assume you have an exchange. Yeah, he'll yeah. use two silver and okay. change. Exact change only. <laughs> I don't accept copper. <laughs> We're doing away with copper. It's more to admit copper than, it, than it's worth. You round up to the nearest silver. 5,000 copper pieces. Ah, crap. This is going to be hell to bring this back. Just leave it. We're not going to... Is there anything you can tell us about Shade? I only know by reputation, but it's a dangerous place. You'll have to keep your wits about you. But based on your arsenal, and he kind of 
glances at your blade, uh, his hammer, jib your rapier on you, Eric's? No, I came downstairs without it because I was trying to avoid attention. I feel you should be okay as long as you keep your head up and keep your eyes sharp. Make a diplomacy check. Uh, persuasion. Ooh. Um, that's going to be 20. He says, if you're there, there's a man you should be wary of. Uh, his name is Hafaz Rahim. He is known for his uh, short temper, and his reprisals are sometimes unfairly painful. Short temper? I hate people like that. <laughs> You're a good man, friend. <laughs> but in all seriousness, be careful around him. Mm. Uh, he is a, a powerful man in those circles. You have a description so we can avoid him by sight. Is he a human or? I only know him by name and reputation. He doesn't have a short reputation, does he? I don't, I don't understand that. <laughs> I, I don't Ah, uh, never mind. Alright. <clears throat> Alright, so you guys bought everything you need? Thanks yeah. Alright, yeah, I got a second water skin, four more days of ration, so I'm up to nine. This He's the, got the tent. This is the Lee Carvello's putty challenge portion of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Tedious bookkeeping. <laughs> Yay, D and D. I'll probably just skip over some of this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. I believe no, now. Do if all right. So can we get possibly like thirty percent off? I don't know about that. <laughs> okay, have we all precisely counted <laughs> our encumbrance and, and chosen where to put all the the gear on your character sheet? Hey, mine's already divided and set up that way. It helps that his program did a lot of the work. Yeah, perfect. Since we're in the general store, and this is a mostly out-of-character question, but potentially vaguely in-character, vision. I'm pretty sure the two of us have dark. I think you guys are human. Do you have light sources if we're traveling at night? I have the light spell. And oh. they just got torches between them as well. Yeah. I'm just making sure since this is a location to buy things like oil for lamps, lamps. Yeah, I actually thought about buying a lantern, and then I remembered I have light, and it's a cantrip. So like, oh, well, eh. you can I still for yeah. uh, cartography. That's a thing I do. Okay. I think it's like cast it very fittingly on my holy probably. symbol, which is a sun on the uh, front of my ship. It's probably a little more expensive. Than and then just walk around with it. Appropriate. Is this, just because I'm being anal retentive by bookkeeping, is the scroll case heavier than a regular scroll case? No, that's right. Okay. Normal size. It appears to be uh, weighted a little heavily, more heavily towards one end, but... I'm hearing improvised mace. <laughs> no, it's just like, no. the, it's like a more oh. in-depth in locking mechanism. Okay. Does he have a grappling hook? And if not, is it something I could have potentially acquired before I left the capital? Uh, let's say a grappling hook. You want a grappling hook? I want a grappling hook. All right. Uh, I likes to break into places. He should have a grappling hook. One gold and six silver. Can I afford this ten thousand dollars cigar case? No. Can I have these hundred dollars with these tools? <laughs> <laughs> what did you want? Um, paper and stuff. Yeah, paper and uh, to uh, make charts. I usually do that. It's good to know. It's good to have maps in my general. Hmm. Okay, um, yeah, so he'll give you basically six six paper for a gold. Okay. Like a, a magnifying glass is like a thousand gold. Yeah. <laughs> well, lenses are hard to make, and this is not exactly, uh, you know, mass production era. All right. I think I have everything I need. I'm wearing explorer's clothes already. Are we going to need stops during there? Are there... Places to stop? I was under the impression it's pretty much open desert, yeah? Is it a straight shot? You're not quite sure. You've never been there. Uh, you sort of know of the area, but you haven't been there yourself. Okay. Purely for role-playing purposes. Has your character made us aware that you can create water? Otherwise, we 
Until that happens, we should actually be buying more water skins. Oh, um, sure, yeah. I mean, it would make sense if I'm going to be traveling. I probably like, like a water skin, like yeah. I mean, like it might come up when you see my guy buy a sec. Starts buying more water skins. Okay. Um, tell me, there. Uh, <laughs> Whatever your name is, guy. What other spells can you conjure? Well, I mean, if you want me to go down the whole list. <laughs> uh, Let's just give him the highlight reel. Yeah, hold on. Well, I'm level one. The list isn't really that long. <laughs> I also want to make, make you have a lot of fun editing this later. Uh, so I can... What things do you uh, commonly? Uh, I can call... By the grace of Paylor, I can uh, call on his guidance to... Uh, Give everyone 1d4 of extra stuff you can throw on uh, skill checks. Create light in a rather large radius. What, uh, what rituals do you cast? Uh, hey, why would you be asking another character this, like, that seems a little a little odd? Oh, because I have cast a certain ritual. Okay. Um, I can detect magical auras on things. <laughs> I can understand all languages. Oh, that's... Useful, I'm sure. Especially Drog likes the word ritual. Okay. Okay. You guys want to put your arcane cocks away and <laughs> to finish this transaction? Well, more like divine. Or <laughs> like, like maximize so you don't, you know. Yeah. I've heard the same things. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can do some stuff that's some pretty cool shit. So aside from the the tents and you got the parchment over there, mm. uh, Drock, you got some no, other... No, no I, Drock got parchment. You got some additional traveling supplies, Eric's. Uh, you didn't really get anything of note there. I had a bunch of stuff. Okay. And, uh, Karen, did you get anything? I'm good for equipment. I okay. can make the rest. <laughs> so while in the, uh, while in the Savannah, you can probably travel, uh, by day without too much difficulty. And you're going to be traveling mostly through Savannah and farmlands as you begin to head north, uh, towards the deserts. Uh, go ahead and, uh, make a, sur- who has the, whoever has the highest survival will be leading the expedition. Well, I have it. I have a plus one. I have a trained. I mean, I have a, Proficiency in it, which gives me plus two. But oh, okay. I have actual, um, actually, no actual wisdom. But... That makes it plus four for me then. I have plus five. Oh, shit. Okay, so. Look at the big survival on Lisa. All right. So, Lisa, you're going to be leading the expedition. Cool. Um, and whoever has the second highest can attempt to assist. So Assisting. You can make a check. Woo. Ooh. That's 24. a seven. Okay. So... I'm helping. <laughs> <laughs> so, 24 for me. Drunk is making maps. He's not playing songs. Okay. So uh, you may basically spend the rest of the the morning and afternoon traveling. As the uh, sun gets low in the western sky, you decide to to pause for the day. Uh, you find a little kind of bushy tree and make camp beneath it for the night. Probably have a couple more days of, of travel in the grasslands and uh, savannah. You pass a few kind of farmers on your way out, but nothing really of, of great note or import occurs. Uh, are we going to set some watches for the night? Yes. Sure. All right. Why not? So what's our order? I'll take first. Uh, I'll volunteer for second. You want to do third and I'll do fourth? Oh, you, you only need three, typically. Because yeah, you can do two hours of our eight hours and kill this watch. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, as long as nobody gets in a fight with you, three yeah. watches is all you need. So one drop, two Baron, you can. three. No. Rock, paper, scissors? Sure. Sorry, I'm off today. <laughs> <laughs> They're bad at playing rock scissors. <laughs> no, my arms are all goopy. <laughs> all right, you go. I'm gonna rest. I'll take the third one then. <laughs> okay, cool. So oh. I do watch. I have my sword drawn and I pace around. Angrily. Sure, that's not distracting. No, not at all. 
teammates very comfortable. Okay. Uh, first watch goes uneventfully. Uh, as does confused. second. As does third. So after one day of travel, things have gone well and quietly. I'm gonna play some music. Do I have to make rolls to see if it drives either of them crazy? Uh, yeah, make a form check. Okay. Oh, oh shit, man! I'm working on a new song here. <laughs> that's that's gonna be a six. Okay. <laughs> some. Um, Experimental, ambient, da, da, progressive. Da, da, uh, da, da, <laughs> da, 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 da. No, dude, it's not that good. <laughs> All right, so everyone make contracts. <laughs> Who wants to tell Drock to stop playing? <laughs> okay, uh, no one's really happy with it, and um, there's some penalty socially against you from your companions, I guess. Uh, anyway, eventually Eric starts like picking up pebbles and just throwing at him until he stops. <laughs> Lose points of charisma <laughs> permanently. Second day also goes quietly. Watches so far so good. Uh, day three, uh, this the grassland begins to. Uh, oh, make another survival check. Ooh. And this time I will call twenty-four on... again. Never mind, it's Killing entirely it. unnecessary. <laughs> okay, uh, you find a small watering hole um, at the basically the edge of the badlands. Cool. Uh, there's a small uh, group of animals. Uh, sitting there. Defined animals. Uh, they look like mostly um, mammals or like alligators. Well, from a distance, as you as you spot the watering hole, you can see uh, mammals. They're like like antelope, like uh, oh crap. I could picture them. Antelope or things. Yeah, like, but it's not gazelle. Like, yes, thank you. They're gazelle right there. There's a a small herd of gazelle. Uh, you're not sure if there's anything lurking beneath the water, but the from a distance at least it appears to be peaceful. Hear the disembodied does, voice of David Attenborough does somewhere. Does anyone have a bow and arrow? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I start with one actually. Because yeah. L sounds good. Point of reference: Would it be an alligator or a crocodile? Because it's bothering me now. It'd probably be a crocodile. Crocodile. Okay. Yeah, I think the not the Nile. It probably has not the Nile crocodiles <laughs> in it. I think I said alligator, so, and that immediately. They're asking wrong. me to. Am I rolled, are you having me roll Croc- attacks, or how are we handling hunting of the gazelle? Uh, if you want to get some fresh meat, make a survival check, but use your range attack roll instead of your. Oh, thank God. <laughs> That's going to be nine. Nine? Okay. Uh, the, the shot goes wide and spooks the herd. They uh, they take off in flight and uh, leave, the, leave the watering hole alone. So Eric just kind of st- uh, stands there staring and goes, To be fair, I grew up in a city and have never gone hunting before. <laughs> That's you know, the first time I've ever shot at anything. You could have allowed me to call for Paylor's guidance to guide your hand on that. And maybe, just maybe... We'd be having some fresh gazelle right now. You could have said something before I shot the bow, since it took me a while to line up that arrow. You threw the damn dice way before I had the chance. (laughs) (laughs) Eric's was carrying you in character. (laughs) Did we get the bow? The bow? You shot the bow? How bad was your shot? (laughs) Not not that bad. He did say it was the arrow's lost. Yeah, like that. Bugs Bunny style, shoot the bow and hold the arrow. Oh, that's what I should have gotten more of. Arrows? Yes. So that was the only one? No, I have like 20 of them, but I mean, if I get close enough, I can cast a spell that'll cause them all to go to sleep. That should be super effective, but I gotta go to a certain range. Turns out they're all Pokemon. <laughs> it's super effective. Right, well, is there anything else that you want to investigate over here, or do you want to just press on? Does anyone need to still them? You're still like a little ways, a little ways out from the yeah. water hole. You, have, you haven't gotten close enough to really give a good, well, good check out. How are our water supplies at this point? We've only been traveling a couple of days. Yeah. How badly do we want meat? Does this expand I mean, you've been, your sure, you've been yeah. catching like small game and stuff. Because I mean, they might come back. 
I could hole up in a tree and wait for them to come back. I think we need to press on more yeah. than we need to hunt. We're not, like, starving yet or anything. All right. Moving on. All right. The rest of the day goes uh, quietly, but by by nightfall, you've you've moved out of kind of grassland into more like badland scrubland. The the ground is uh, hard and cracked. Uh, rocks are a little bit more a lot more prevalent. Uh, there are some sort of light foothills that kind of boom and uh, and roll. Vegetation has moved from poofy grass, like waving in the wind, to harder uh, succulents, uh, scrounging every bit of moisture they can out of the packed earth. Even as you move through, your your clothes are getting caught on errant scrubs that are covered in like thorny briars and grasping uh, branches. Make a nature check, uh, Drock and Theron. Okay. Four. That's a 14. That's much better. Okay. Uh, you know that as you are heading into the northern badlands, uh, as they are called, they are, there are a number of tribes of lizard folk that call this area their home. Hmm. Depending on which you run into, some of them are peaceful and some of them are very warlike. So it's a little bit of a... Would I know enough to know the difference? Uh, you may, although it depends on sort of how they interact. Okay. They are constantly, not necessarily warring, but bickering and power struggling amongst themselves. Mm. So outside of the, the clans, it's very difficult to know who holds power and sway where. Okay. It would depend a lot on if you if you see them, what uh, how they interact or what either banners or mannerisms they have uh, may clue you as to what clan they are. Okay. Cool. So I'll share that information with everyone. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we're heading up into the northern badlands. Uh, keep your eyes peeled. Will do. <clears throat> okay. And then off we go. I suppose. Right. So first watch that night goes quietly. Uh, as a second and as a third. Okay. So day one in the Badlands now, as you press on. So uh, we're going actually to the have to make checks to uh, get food mm-hmm. now. Okay. Uh, is this already good? From the few episodes I've seen, yes. What is? Into the Badlands. The uh, problem I ran into is it's on AMC, which does not come onto the streaming networks unless I want to pay for it. Yeah. So yeah. I'm kind of waiting to watch the rest until it hits so Netflix. Attempt a hunter gathering check. I couldn't get over to Rondas frequently enough. 15. 15? Mm hmm. Okay, that's going to be good enough. All right. So you're bringing back food now? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, you get some, you're bringing some small birds in. Uh, some. I do have a trapping thing. I have a trap. Okay. Yeah, yeah some small birds, uh, a couple of lizards, and then some edible plants that you have to you, you use your dagger to cut the thorns off of. Will the lizard folk find this offensive? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> Who uses the most big words? Uh, oh. yeah, that would be him. Okay. Yeah, I kind of... Well, I asked you, but, like, you, like, I asked kind of you, you're, like, quiet. <laughs> <laughs> She's a mug. Bow of silence. Or something. I don't know. Eric, what do you think? <laughs> Does lizard folk be angry if we eat lizards? This far out? Mm, probably not. I would wager that they probably eat lizards, too. Kind of like how we eat other mammals. That's not me. Like my cousin. <laughs> yeah, it's not you ain't Jimmy. Yeah, I don't think that's what's happening. It'd be like if we ate a smaller monkey. Yes, it's like if we ate a smaller monkey. <laughs> Drop by some. <laughs> okay, cool. So we have food now. Watches. First watch. Quietly. Mm-hmm. Second. Also goes quietly. 
Third Watch is also uneventful. So you're traveling for four quiet, uneventful days. About the best you could ask for, given the terrain. Are we getting some serious party bonding going on? We're kind of... It's just like you've been kind of walking quietly, but if you want to chit-chat as you go or bring anything up, feel free. It's day five, up to 14. So, what you might have gathered is that I have three songs. That I've, well, can I actually do a couple of, like, like checks just perform? Like, I'm strumming. I'm not playing loudly, but I'm just kind of, like, strumming to myself. Yeah, make a perform check. So, perform check. So, one of them is an eight... For all of our sakes, I am going to call on Paylor to guide your fingers. Roll that shit, please. <laughs> Another one. Please, not a one. Four. Hey, all right. All right. All right. It went from eh, not great to pretty to pretty okay. Okay. The other, the other one's a twenty. Twenty. Hell right. yeah. So it seems like he's finally gotten down this new tune. You have uh, a plus two check, a morale check to uh, any checks you make for the rest <clears> of the day. You notice I do seem to have a lot of songs about Venica. Who? Bob Girls, a lot of heart, a lot of songs about heartbreak. Okay. You, uh, whenever right over there, buddy. <laughs> whenever he screws up on a song, my character uses that much to make like ominous sounds to kind of. <laughs> I know, Eric's okay. <laughs> Why it's called practice. Wah, wah. And I do use minor illusion kind of like a, a just like a steady drum beat, like <laughs> nothing real, like really. Uh, John, how would you roll that? Like minor illusion for a drum beat? Can it be a certain pattern, or is it a steady drum beat? Yeah, it's like a virtual eight oh eight, you know. Like, yeah. I have, like, I have, like, do a kind of you can get um, like a repeating pattern. You can get one four four measure to do with as you will. Sweet, um, <laughs> but no drum fills. I know. Uh, no, 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 any blast beats? No, <laughs> no problem. You, okay, you you have uh, bossa nova. That's why I said. Is that like 2012? You've got, uh, you've that's, got that's above your pay grade. You got Mamba, you got Bossa Nova, and you've got Jazz. So those are the three <laughs> options you can put on on your Casio keyboard <laughs> uh, backbeat machine. Okay. So, do you guys have any questions for the fact that you're not traveling with a rune collar and the guy you knew, grow, uh, the, the child you knew, is now you know kind of devilish looking? Seems like that would spur a few questions. Let's have a fireside chat. I'm going to let you kind of come around to that one whenever you're ready, because that's pretty intense for me to try to jump in on that. I don't even know what the hell a rune caller or whatever that is. So. It, it just I, it feels like you guys might have more questions for us than we'd have for you, because he's used to being how he is, and you guys are just normal. He's got questions for himself, maybe. <laughs> and at least, I know my guy's probably not in the talkiest of places. Fair enough. Or at least as far as his background is concerned. Okay. I'd probably ask more questions about, so have you ever been to Shade? Tell us about mm-hmm. your uncle. Why are we on this journey in the first place? And it's like the first thing you've said, like, in five days, and everyone's just shocked. Like, oh my god. <laughs> you finally go, so why are we going here? <laughs> you only said we needed to go here. <laughs> well, I'm content to follow my uncle, and I trust his decision. <laughs> and he's following you, but you have to tell me now, because I'm the leader of the party, apparently. <laughs> Well, as far as keeping us alive. Yeah, in yeah. terms of survival checks. Who wants it to go first now that we have a barrage of questions to answer? Well, just general situation. Sit rep, please. <laughs> well, he's an uncle on my mother's side, hence why we don't have a similar last name. Um, like a lot of the rest of my family, he wasn't a dick. Or I guess, like my dad, he wasn't a dick. So Eric's, The nature of the problem... Your father he... was a, a penis. What's that wisdom score again? <laughs> Ten. Oh, <laughs> that's average, though. Yeah, you're not oh, like, okay. an idiot. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> debatable. <laughs> I'm familiar with the language, though. I got along with my uncle a lot. He was very much like me. Bit of the black sheep of the family. A little bit always on the outside. Uh, I think it's who I took after in terms of what he came to visit and where I found what joy there was to be had where I grew up. Yeah, it was a real hellscape. Listen to a lot of the Cure. Because <laughs> <laughs> I grew up with. I listen to a lot. I listen to a lot of the Cure. And... Yeah, sure. So he is who we are visiting. Is it a social call? No, uh, he didn't go into the nature of the problem in the letter, but he has an uh, issue he would like my help sorting out. Um, both between, I guess, my skill set and my current uh, lack of duty back home. What is your particular skill set? Really good at getting in and out of places. Uh, and trouble. Getting in and out of trouble. Good at that, too. Mm. Guild is my place to inform a couple of bounties that I'm currently pursuing. One is Bassin Mambo. I think that's how it's said. Mambo. Mambo Mambo. Thank you. <laughs> it is a human with missing pinkies and is wanted for debts. With both of them? I wrote it down. It's kind of scribbled. It might be both. Whatever. If we see okay. a human with missing pinkies. I have questions for that guy and how that happens. Yeah. <laughs> well, missing debts, I imagine. And they, also... They take your pinkies for that? There's... I really need to renege on more debts. <laughs> We need to keep our eyes open for a missing cat. This is an orange taffy called Mittens. Tabby? A taffy cat? I wrote down taffy, okay? This is what I wrote down, all right? The taffy cat. You're a moron. Is it like... This is what Drock wrote down. It's a taffy cat. Like like salt water? Drock is reading his own writing. And Eric's is asking this at this point. When we find him, what's the status of eating him? It's worth 50 silver. You don't eat them. Unless it's really good taffy. What if it's really good taffy? I, if it's orange, I don't... First we have to talk to Mittens and see if it's... What oh. is the taffy cat? We're to talk to Mittens? Is Mittens the cat's name? Mittens is the cat's name. Gonna... Oh, now it has a name. We can't eat it now. Well, okay, hold on. I'm still caught on talking not just to the taffy, but <laughs> we're going to talk to the cat? No, we're not going to... We're going to capture the you cat. You just said we're going to talk to the cat. You did. Wait, can you not do that? Well, shit, can we? I don't know. You just Dark said you can comprehend all languages. Does that include... There are those who can speak with animals that I know of. There were those in my tribe. We call them hippies. Or druids. <laughs> okay. I was wondering if we're going to talk to... I thought it was Orange Taffy Cat. Name <laughs> Mittens. All right, fuck it. Yeah, let's go talk to the Orange Taffy Cat. <laughs> okay. Where is the Taffy Cat? Like, what's its last known? Oh, it's... I, uh, I don't have the information. I think we just keep just our keep eyes open. Out. It might be in shade. It might not. This was on the bounty. Well, that's... Really narrows the field down. Probably should have known that before we left the town that the cat might have been in. Oh no, this is on the bounty board like a week past on your journey. Mm -hmm. It was just sort of, it was probably a few a few towns back from Rafasha. Alright, well, if we see an orange taffy cat, we will try to return it to its owner. Or eat it. Or eat it. We're not sure. We, well, we might taste it first. Game time decision, yeah. Game time decision. Sorry, Let's just not remind ourselves that it has a name. Mittens. As you remind us of the name. Shh. Well done. Continue on. We have time to forget. Right. So Socialization good. was good. <laughs> so <laughs> glad we had this chat. Guys. I know. Go team. No, no, this was like a 10 minute. I'm like, what's a taffy cat? I'm like, it's, it's, what, it's what a fucking says okay? It's a taffy cat. That's Drock reading Joe's writing. <laughs> Drock's writing is very similar to Joe's writing. Let's be honest here. I write very similar. So, so if he says, like, that's what I wrote down, and someone Eric just takes it from him and reads it, he goes, yeah, it says Taffy Cat. <laughs> oh, are there, God, any, are there right. any other bounties you want to make them aware of? Um, that, those are two I wrote down. Charleston Chew Dog. <laughs> those are the ones you picked. Yeah. 
Okay. Those are the ones that come. Rocks at me. Right. Really one. No, John, that was your fault for putting the taffy cat on there. <laughs> well, he went out of, out of the bed. The one that had a little picture with it and then didn't write it down. <laughs> okay. Uh, so go ahead and make a survival check to try to find some food. Taffy. That cat is officially okay. being renamed if we find it. Yep. Um, as we're walking, I'm probably going to be scoping out the terrain and things like that to see, you know, if, since I've been wandering on patrol before, I would want to know where would be defensible, where would enemies hide, where would I hide if I was going to jump on the travelers. There's not a lot of, like, civilization out here. Like, you even haven't even seen any kind of hovels or huts or anything like that. So there's not Is there a road that we're following? No, you're out in, like, wilderness now. Okay. All right, so whenever we make camp for the night, my guy whips out his deck of cards and uses it to kind of practice... Manual dexterity and sleight of hand. Okay. Which is entertaining himself, maybe occasionally playing games of solitaire. I'll play a game with you. Solitaire? Not solitaire, but like. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. That's Wait. awkward. Like, actually, me and this cards are having a kind of thing right now. So, you, you know, we're kind of busy. Just total dick Eric's no, move. <laughs> whatever the equivalent of go fish in this universe is, I'll play in for a game. So. I spar with uh, Pharaoh mm-hmm. whenever I have um, a chance. If not, whether or not they're, put, they're, they're placing bets, he does try to, again, he's using it as a, a means of keeping up his other talents. Okay. So he does essentially try to hustle her, whether or not they're actually using money. I would play it more for the strategy. So, <laughs> well, no, but it's in that thing where, like, you know, he's palming cards, doing this. He's, he's always trying to stack the deck in his favor. Mm. Um, he doesn't necessarily try to talk you into winning money because he doesn't care. Uh, at this point, it's more of just like, Try to fool you and win. Okay, mm-hmm. if you have proficiency with cards... I do. It is um, one of my tools. Then you can make a card check, or you can make a sleight of hand if you're... The proficiency would be with probably intelligence. Yeah, my sleight of hand is playing fantastic. straight up, or you can do <laughs> sleight of hand to cheat. Oh, yeah, no. He's, always, he's pretty much always cheating when he's playing cards. Okay. So you can use uh, either sleight of hand if you want to try to cheat, or you can use um, wisdom if you're just, or intelligence if you're just playing straight up. Do I have to notice that he's cheating? No, you don't know. You don't know how he's playing it. I'm just telling you your option. What's the name of this game? Well, I, I probably I would, wouldn't yeah. start cheating unless I saw him cheating. If okay. I saw him cheating, then fair game. But it, I probably wouldn't do it unless I saw that my opponent was doing it. So what was your sleight of hand? Eighteen. Okay, so you're not. You don't notice. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. So you okay. can see if you can beat him straight up with I'm an intelligence s- test. Because I wouldn't start cheating. Right. Unless I saw it, and I didn't see it, so I'm just gonna play normal. Mm-hmm. What am I rolling? I'm rolling by your <laughs> intelligence bonus. So plus one. Ten total. All right, so you probably you after a few games that are close, or even that you win, uh, you make it a little interesting and end up losing a handful of copper to him over the course of the next hour. So, uh, fortunately, uh, you, you're wise enough to keep the stakes light as they, <laughs> as things begin ramping up. Uh, meanwhile, uh, both of you just make attack rolls with your primary weapon. Okay. Yep. Played a rogue while. It's kind of fun going like full. Rogue. Fourteen. Sixteen. Okay. Uh, make the second one. Yeah. Thirteen. Much less. Seven. Uh, and make a third. Ugh. Another seven. That's one. Sorry. Oh, I lose. <laughs> hey, all right. Six. It would have been a six, though. <laughs> so a... I start doing the rocky jabs. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. A back, and, a back and forth, not really brawl, but kind of sparring match. Uh, it looks at first like Farron has the upper hand, followed by a few uh, clever parries and reposts by Drock. Uh, and the fight comes to an end when Farron uh, stumbles on the rocky ground, falls on top of Drock, <laughs> and pins him to the ground. Uh... <laughs> Crest beneath the armored bulk of Farron. <laughs> like toddlers wrestling. Uh, Kiaran jumps out of, uh, jumps away from her card game and slaps, one, two, three, it's over! <laughs> Eric's calling the fight for her, her uncle. Oh, so Eric tries to help Drock up, and when he's doing it, he's you know checking to see if he's got anything interesting. <laughs> so I do have a 
perfume. <laughs> you are uh, yeah. trying to trying to say something there? I've simply learned it as a fact. I have been <laughs> that I have. I've shopped with you for a while and you have never used that once. <laughs> Dude, I'm talking with girls. I'm around you and I usually don't because you are competition. Our point? You can't, can't have a girl being hit on by us. That's just too <laughs> overwhelming. So I pick my times. <laughs> Alright, so the remain the first uh, watch goes quietly <clears throat> as the second uh, as is the third. You begin to transition uh, into um, traveling during kind of dusk and dawn. And the areas around that, and then resting uh, midday and during the the deep darkness of the night. If there is a pivotal thing that needs to be done, let me know because I want to use my inspiration dice. Like, if... well, you kind of like don't know until it starts happening. Okay. Okay. Like something exciting is going to happen. But like, if she's if, she, if she has to make a roll, you know, I can do that. Like, if she's going to make a survival roll, I can... yeah. Technically, we can both do that. So you can get a d4 and a d6. Yeah. I like these odds. Yeah, <laughs> it's called stacking the deck. <laughs> Uh, Go ahead and have everyone make a perception checks for me, please. This is a, this is day seven or day six. Ten. Fourteen. That is twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay. Sixteen. Uh, three? No, no, that's uh, passive. Oh shit. You add your uh, plus three to it. Six then. Yeah, okay. Wicked passive. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> I know, right? Oh my god. Oh, yeah, I man. see oh, everything. No, how did you actively make one? Because you're okay. all you're all going. You're keeping. You can watch out. 22. I thought it was a passive. That, that was active, no. yes. Passive is like if I have somebody sneaking and you're not like actively looking, <laughs> I just use your. That's what I thought we were doing. No, you're no, we're, you're like, this is for me to watch. John, oh, I thought this is like the next day and we're all just sort of walking, making mm-hmm. like roll initiative, folks, kind of thing. Yeah, I think the general rule of thumb is it's not passive if he asks us asks us to make the check versus mm-hmm. what's your passive? What's your passive aggressive check? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, guys. So Farron and Eric's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, see stuff. To be, <clears throat> Like a rocky alcove uh, near uh, to the east, a few pairs of eyes observing you. Okay. Uh, those eyes are attached to uh, tan-skinned reptilian heads, uh, covered in uh, covered in spines. Hmm. Notably, a few of them have uh, the ones you see have two kind of longer spines, uh, almost kind of a kind of horn uh, horn-like, uh, coming off like the, the the side of their head okay. and extending back. Uh, the heads are. Uh, kind of flat, wide, and reptilian. Hmm. Uh, they appear to be watching you closely, but they don't know. They don't quite notice you. They've been spotted yet. Okay. So do I actually see something? There? You don't actually. Okay, that's fine. Just making sure. Just being clear. Do they look? I just see their heads, or yeah, it looks like they've taken positions of concealment uh, within, um, like near a cliffside. Okay. Or a, a small, like a small berm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and are using the their natural camouflage to uh, to blend in. Uh, just your your keen senses seem to have undone their concealment. <laughs> hmm. Okay. So as we're continuing to walk, I'll uh, kind of elbow <laughs> whoever's standing closest to me. Which what are our what's our marching order? I'm probably first. No, she's first. She's leading. Okay. Yeah. Like um, I'll be standing behind you. Then I'll kind of nudge you real quick and just kind of quietly like hey, play it cool, but. Uh, you know, we're being watched. Mm. I'll kind of nod my head ever so slightly toward the rocks ahead. Do I need to make I'm just turn? making it. Okay. Don't worry about it. Um, so then I'll sort of back over my shoulder a little bit like, hey, uh, head on a swivel here, guys. There's, uh, we're being watched. I assume there's not enough area for me to, like, stealth into. What is their surrounding area like? In the middle of the open. You're in the middle of, uh, there's, it's like a, it's a rocky, hard-packed earth terrain. 
there are plenty of there's plenty of vegetation, but it's all very sparse. Um, not a lot of like big bushy bushes. Big, big leaf, bushy bushes. Big uh, bushy like bushes. Bear. Uh, big leafed bushes you can duck behind and completely be concealed. Um, if you're hiding behind them, you'll you'll be visible through them completely. They don't really provide much functional cover or even concealment unless you're done up to specifically to stealth in that sort of terrain. Um, there are small to medium sized rocks you might be able to kind of jump behind or jump into like a, a small dish. Or like bending over the earth, <laughs> but for the most part, uh, there's not a lot of kind of hard cover around. Okay. How far away uh, did you the, say they were? Uh, they're about fifty feet or so. Oh, so pretty close. Pretty then. close. Okay. To the to your to the east is like a small firm kind of uh, cliffside mm-hmm. that extends for about uh, a half mile ahead of you before flattening out. There and shit. Should I use the ritual of tongues? Maybe. I mean, they might just be common. Like, do we know them to be hostile? Should we set up a defensive? Position. I, I don't know about you, but I kind of don't want to get surprised and die. So I'm going to just kind of slowly... Up, up to this point, I assume we've all been walking. I'm just going to kind of come to a stop. Not like, hold up, but like, just kind of... What if I play a song or a friendship on my horn? As he brings us to a stop, my guy, uh, Eric tries to act like kind of almost like a pantomime, but like he's winded. Like okay. a, giving some kind of indication to people watching why they might be stopping... As opposed to, hey, we saw you. Okay, I'll make a deception check. Six! Woo! <laughs> it is. <laughs> if I begin the ritual of tongues, I would be able to speak any language and I could understand what they say. Doesn't that take a long time? It takes a period. Okay, well, if you want to start now, I mean, go for it. <laughs> so I sit cross legged and actually just kind of like take sand and kind of throw it into the wind. So let me know what happens in the next 10 minutes. Just <laughs> like humming Wonderwall to yourself. Like, <laughs> Sand throwing help. I mean, well, eventually I want to talk about having some type of, you know, like Selby, like a hallucinogen that lasts for like five minutes. But, yeah. Eric leads over. I have no idea what he's doing. <laughs> I've watched him do this before. Oh, at least I'm not the only one. Nope. So, okay, we've all stopped. Um, various reasons. <laughs> yeah, whatever those reasons may be. For reasons. Uh, what would I have to roll to see if I can determine which group this might be? Make a nature check. Not a strong suit. All right, so... But I got a 17, so not bad. Okay. You know, actually, with a roll like that, you have a good, a pretty good knowledge of the lizard folk tribes. You okay. You kind of passed within these badlands enough to have dealt with some of them in the past. Uh, so you know there are... Four main clans that travel in these areas. There are the Takavank clan. They call themselves the Folk of Red Tears. Takavank's um, hard to say. They're usually tolerant of outsiders. They'll sometimes parlay and trade, but they're ruthless in battle if, hmm. if provoked. They. Uh, oh, do I know which group these guys are from? Uh, I'm gonna, I'll give you. Oh, okay, uh, all right. All, all four, and you can decide for yourself. Okay, so, patient. Uh, the Tarekis. Imminent death. Potentially, so you know. Tarekis, or the Folk of the Long Spine. Okay. Um, they're xenophobic and typically will silently observe outsiders from a hidden location. Okay. Um, Something's ringing a bell. If encountered, they'll usually attack or flee, but they are not known for speaking with outsiders. Sorry. So there are Continue. the Tasasic. Okay. Uh, the Folk of the Burning Wind. They're warlike raiders, although always fight typically from ambush. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they like to uh, prove themselves worthy by dueling mm. and clad themselves in, with uh, trophies of their. Their fallen foes, uh, they'll sometimes parlay only with what they deem to be worthy opponents, hmm. um, but only after engaging them in battle. And the Kaniras, the riders on a sinking wind, 
uh, are nomadic sages. They almost always parlay, uh, but will fight if threatened. Uh, they seem to be searching for something, although you haven't encountered them firsthand. Okay. He's not Redskin Dash's horns. Yeah. Uh, so their oh. physical description would match which of those? They, uh, they had long uh, spines on the back of their head. Okay. Uh, and are currently observing you from a concealed location. So okay. Like, Sounds an awful lot so like, two, yeah. Like one or two would fit that description. Okay. So make whatever preparations you want, I'm still in my ritual. And you can... How long does that thing take? Ten minutes. Ten, ten minutes. How long has it been? Like five. Oh, okay. So we can stall. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Hey! <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> uh, the minute he does that, I look to see if there is a place I can like duck into for some kind of concealment stealth. Give me some kind of advantage in the fight. I can uh, you, my you can get to cover. Uh, there's like a small rock you can sort of get partially behind. That's good enough. Okay. Make a persuasion check when you call out. Okay. Eight. Good. Okay. They, uh, uh, as you, as you wave <laughs> directly <laughs> at them, you hear one kind of, uh, bark in order to the other in a different language they're not aware of. <laughs> so does anyone speak Draconian or Draconic? Nope. Halfling. Draconian. Shit. Oh, I also speak. Okay. I also speak you like. all languages if we wanted to wait another five minutes. Okay, no. well... Um, no, we didn't. One uh, says, to the other one, and they both move almost like like a, like a liquid grace to them. They sort of flow over the berm, mm-hmm. uh, skittering on all fours, and then as they crest the ridge, they disappear uh, from sight. Uh, huh. There were three of them, uh, two that you saw, and uh, they all seemed to have fled. Okay. Well, that was weird. Yeah... <laughs> All right, uh, so four more minutes pass, and then the, your ritual is complete. The song uh, hangs in the air as you can now speak and okay, understand. Okay, is that correct? Uh, yeah. For it one translates hour, it both ways. Yeah, for okay. one hour. Yeah, I can also read. Okay. Can you translate something that you've remembered? <laughs> I'm gonna say no. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah, essentially everybody hears it in a tongue they can understand. Or okay. everybody like that he's talking to. Like we'll hear him speak in our whatever language and they'll he'll hear us in his comments. So if I remember it and say it back to him. Uh, I'll allow it. Okay. Now what was it? <laughs> you don't remember it. <laughs> so it's, been, it's been about the right <laughs> so can you like pantomime or like yogurt sauce? Can you pantomime language? <laughs> Are you playing monikers over here? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> two syllables. So of the words he says, uh, a few of them uh, approximately translate into uh, draconic words, approximating kind of a fallback or, or something equivalent. Uh, you're fairly certain now that, based on their reaction, uh, that the little folk you saw are of the, are of the Tarekis clan. Okay. Uh, because were they the uh, Tasasic, they would have attacked. Okay. So, and those are the guys... I don't remember. <laughs> Tarkasic. I mean, whatever he said. <laughs> Meaning to no one in particular. They're the ones who hide. That one, yes. They observe. Do they trade? Do they? If they're hiding and observing, they probably won't let us approach. That would be just a guess. The Perikis, uh, you are, are not known for parlay. Okay. Yeah, let's not push it. All right. All right. I'm going to stay a little bit more on the alert since scary, scary lizard people. All right. Go ahead and make another survival check. You're good for today. Fourteen? Fourteen. Um, good enough. Mm-hmm. Alright, and then watches. 
Good point. But based on your... I'm making another survival check, by the way. You Ooh, can... Wesker, I'll give you a d6. Yep. Hold on. No. You can try to assist non-magically. Oh, make right. a, If you make a survival check and you do good enough, no. you don't. Okay. <laughs> you can help out. So I can give you an inspiration die, and you can choose to roll it after you roll the die, but before it's declared a success or not by the DM. I rolled a 13. You think I need it? Mm-hmm. Do you think you need it? No. I don't think it is detrimental in any way to have it. I mean... Save it. it they recharge after a long rest. Which we're doing. That's true. Why not? Let's try it. Okay. Just to add on top of it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. 15. 15. Okay. You're able to follow a dried out riverbed for a while, which keeps you uh, out of the sun and cooler for most of your travel time. It also keeps you, it makes you more difficult to be observed due to the, the area. You can pretty much see anybody up on the ridge who would be looking at you. As a result, you guys are going to get uh, plus two to, I get a little morale bonus to any checks you have to make because you're not, not quite so hot today. Anyone have passed perception above Probably not. Yep. 13. Mm-hmm. You said she... negative? Nine. 11. <laughs> You're 12 or above? 16. All right, wow. Oh, you... <coughs> Wisdom's my thing. And you took a rank in it? You have it trained? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so as the, the sun uh, begins to set towards the end of the day, you find yourself at basically the edge of the, uh, the edge of the desert. Between the dry, cracked ground, fine sand has begun to become more prevalent, either in piles or small kind of mini dunes. And on the horizon, you can see just shifting waves of pure sand uh, rolling to the horizon. On one of these dunes, backlit by the, the setting sun, uh, you see a, about a half dozen tailed forms. Uh, one of them holds a, uh, a banner which flutters in the evening wind. As a uh, standard bearer, do I recognize it? Make a nature check, and you have advantage on it. Fourteen... The 14 is better. 14? Despite the distance and the light and the sort of fluttering wind, um, your history of the standard bearer allows you to make out the image at the very least. There appear to be three swirls uh, kind of looping uh, from left to right, white on a field of gray. In the midst of each of the swirls, there's a small uh, figure, basically like a little kind of stick figure or character on each of the, the small gusts. The group is uh, observing you, and... Based on their stance, they're they're making no attempt at stealth. They're actually probably wanting to be seen based mm-hmm. on how they're represented. Are they armed? Like mm. next to the banner, is there a bunch of spears? Does our dark side vision do anything? Uh, two of them, no, there's, there's fading light. Oh. And then they'd be too far for dark vision anyway. Yeah. They're probably about a quarter mile out. Yeah. Okay. Um, two of them appear to be armed with spears. Uh, the others uh, don't have any visible weapons on them, but. Or not, sorry, they don't have any visible weapons drawn. Okay. Are we heading for them, around them, parallel to them? They're, they, they're stationary, and you're moving north-south primarily, and they're to the west, about a quarter mile west. So um, we're all seeing this? Uh, you mm-hmm. haven't noticed it yet, but when you see them turning and looking at it, then you also look over and you can see the figures. It would be uh, about ten minutes when we encounter them. If, you, if they don't move and you continue your current pace, you will never encounter them. No. They're to the west, you're going north, and... They're stationary and you're currently moving. So they're not making any attempt to hide. Do we mm. want to go talk to them? Or do we just want to keep walking by and act like this isn't as awkward as it is? Can we see if they're the same type? They're that far away, probably not. Based on their actions, they aren't acting like the clan you met earlier. Oh, hands. but there were the other ones that were like the sages or whatever. Maybe it's them? Or at Ooh. least uh, passive enough that we could trade or talk with them? 
What a trade. Or they could be openly hostile. We don't know. Yeah, that's entirely possible, actually. We should keep an eye on because they would probably send it up a sign to a raiding group that would be nearby. Are they, like, taller from where we are? They're, they're atop a ridge. Yeah. Like a little, like a little, they're atop a dune. Uh, there's a half dozen of them. I don't think I have a standard as a standard bearer anymore because I was that for my company. But do I have anything that I could, like, and I answer your flag with a flag kind of thing? What flag does your look like? Do you have a, a torch? I think so. You can probably tie some pieces of clothing to it to make it. I do have a torch to signal them Mm because if they're clearly there to be seen, then we can respond Um, in kind. mm -hmm. Uh, What does your standard look like? I don't have a standard. I'm a standard bearer for my regular company, like back home. But I'm hanging out with my uncle, going on a road trip thing. I'm not carrying my standard with me. Tell you what, unstrap my shield from my arm. Cast light on it, and I'll just hand it to you. <laughs> there you go. I'll hold it up in my proud standard bearer pose. All right. Uh, you see one of the figures in the center uh, turn to their standard bearer and say something. Uh, it raises its standard and, and waves it back and forth to you, or towards you, and then sets it down. As a standard bearer, is that the, like, airplane code for... <laughs> you, you, may, you, probably, you're, you definitely have different codes than they do, um, but they... Is it generally friendly? It's... They are, it's not like a, ah, and your mother. Uh, is that like a fuck you signal, or is it like <laughs> no, a, hello? It, it seems to sort of be like a, a waving sort of attention thing. It's, it's a very generic sort of action. They don't necessarily know who you are or what your like codes are, so it's one that's kind of very generic. If Are we close enough that if I like deliberately set down a weapon and step forward, would they be able to see that? Are we too far away still? Yeah, they could probably notice it. Uh, you're not unarmed. Well, I have a short sword. I could make a big show of it. Even though I set down my weapon, I'm not really unarmed because I sure. can kick the shit out of them. But. Make, a, um, make a quick wisdom check with uh, advantage. Oh, no, sorry. Make a uh, in, uh, insight. Insight? Insight. Is that wisdom? It is. I'm not sure if you had it trained. Uh, 13. Uh, advantage. You roll twice and choose a better. All right. Uh, 13 was Okay. Better. With, with a, a, a wave down like that, if you... If you mimic their action, it might be a scent. So you can say, like, yes, that's... Cool. I'll wave back. Okay. The standard bearer doesn't lower it, but stops waving it and sets it down. What does that mean? They, uh... We don't know. Instantly beset. <laughs> they seem to be talking amongst themselves, and then uh, begin walking down the dune towards you. Uh, they don't gonna... appear to be moving with any, with any great haste, however. Okay. I will match their pace. Okay. You're well, welcome to join, or you yeah. can hang back. What do you guys want to do? I'm going to go. Meet I am probably going to take my shield back, though. Yeah, here you go. That's cool. <laughs> Thanks, I'm going to say to you, also I say, may your spirit be fierce. So you have another <laughs> D6 time. So it looks like we're going to talk. So attack or saving throw. Or she hasn't seemed to be the most glib of people. I'll probably go forward just to try to ensure that they don't end up trying to stop us. I think the lizard folk people would have some type of, oh shit, I might not like that. I'll call on Taylor to guide um, your tongue. The lizard folk and our uh, half tribes with these tend to, they're basically split by the the empire. The Ranchi basically kind of react to me when the river me. bisects the the downlands. Oh yeah, you're going to need all the help you can get. <laughs> there you go. I'm pretty persuasive. I'm going to push so, There's really no racial enemy there because you just don't have them. Devil person. They're lizard people. They're lizard people. Still a devil person. I mean, still if they have the whole depends on their concept of devils. Oh, that's true. And if they have the whole welcoming committee waving thing down, then they must get a lot of travelers? Maybe. Yeah. Sure. And I could just be essentially not lizard person to them. 
Or just do it. Who cares? Let's get in a fight. Wait, that happens. Bankers, let's go. <laughs> let's find out. I have a 17 intelligence. My guy's going to think it through. I have a 12 wisdom, so sometimes he does just barrel into let things me, and it looks like fun. Let me but, see drugs until... Yeah, drug barrels forward. <laughs> Who else is barreling forward? Are you going? Oh, I'm going, yeah. Oh, no, we're walking up, but we're not, we're like, charging like at normal them. people. <laughs> okay. Okay. May that deity you worship do you a favor. Inspiration die. Sweet. We're just passing dice around, <laughs> yeah. like, and you get a die, and you get a die, and you get a die. <laughs> I know. Uh, so as you walk up, you see a half dozen uh, lizard folk. <laughs> they stand in the, the mid-five-foot range, um, but have kind of a hunched posture mm -hmm. uh, with their, their heads forward. Uh, if, they, if they really kind of put themselves up, It'd probably be a few inches over six foot. It's tough to tell gender uh, as a non-lizard folk, uh, but there appears to be one who kind of uh, walks like a leader. It has a number of kind of totems and trinkets uh, around its neck and uh, adorning its uh, like waist cloth and uh, appears to be unarmored uh, aside from its natural scales. Mm. Uh, the others, a few, a few of them appear to have uh, either makeshift uh, leather or uh, metal armor. Uh, mostly kind of patchwork. None of it's like forged for the most part. Uh, their weapons largely are uh, made of bone or uh, stone. Although you see uh, one of them has a, a steel sword like in a strap on its back. Hmm. Uh, the, the two with spears uh, hold them, but not necessarily at the ready. They have them kind of in a, a more casual grip just because they don't really have a place to stow them on their the persons, it seems. I follow up. Kiaran kind of right by her side, but behind her. Like, like she is our leader. As we're walking up, uh, Eric's kind of leans over to Karen. So are you planning on doing the talking, or should one of us? You don't seem like much of a talk. I'm not. My charisma is not that high, so if someone wants to be diplomacy person, have at it. Eric's kind of looks at you. <laughs> no, no. no, my hands don't work right right now. <laughs> that, that was an embarrassing flub trying to do it with Lisa. I'll approach them. No chance that he screws it up. My guy will step in. But he'll let him do it otherwise. The the one that is is more adorned. Um, as you come up, you can see they have some sort of blue dye on their mm -hmm. uh, their head scales, mm -hmm. uh, kind of going up into like several V patterns going out from the middle of the brow. Uh, their heads, like the others, are sort of wider and a little more squat, with a very wide mouth going across. Uh, I think kind of like the spiny desert lizards, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. made into like a humanoid okay. shape. Uh, they've got uh, tan scales, uh, kind of the same color as the rocks on Earth. As they go forward, you can speak first or wait for them. Greetings, folk of the lizard. Do you speak the common tongue? Um, let me know if I... I want to try to make that sound. Yeah. The leader says, Greetings, southerner. I am Kakai of the Kaniras. Do you speak uh, to us with any uh, particular matter? We see you wandering through territory that we mark as ours for the moment. We wonder what you seek and whether we seek the same. Currently we're trying to make our way to the town of Shade. We're also looking for a cat named Mittens. Why did we let him talk? Ah <laughs> oh, yes, we ate that cat. <laughs> I do not know of Mittens. Technically he is the most charismatic out of all of us. He's a moron. <laughs> but you seek the ancient city. Is that not so? This is so then we can aid a fellow seeker on that quest. I like them. <laughs> I'm decided. Oh, I feel kind of weird. Um, can I make a... <laughs> okay. Make an insight check to see if he's telling the truth. Yeah, go make an insight check. 
Yes, we'll help a fellow seeker. Help yeah. him die. Yeah, we'll help him. Uh, <laughs> they seem to be. Uh, they seem to be genuine in their speech. Okay. Appreciate the generosity helping us get there. Words. <laughs> Words complicated. <laughs> Why did we pick you again? <laughs> who talked? I'm the one who can pick the first shot too. Go through the desert. Keep the dawn sun to your right. Um, Our right or your right? It's left or left. You're right. <laughs> I just, I just said. <laughs> Why <You>, male models? <laughs> After several days of, or several nights of travel, you will come to the stairs of ascension. From there, head towards the dawn. You should find your destination. There's something you ask of us, or one day that we could. Have you seen any sign of the children of the blazing dawn? It depends on what that is. <laughs> is that something that we can make a check on? Let me ask the knower of the uh, sun. You For any background information. You can get a history check. Woo, uh, it's going to this. It's going to be a difficult one. Then. 11, though. So, no. You guys can do two. That's... I don't know Seven. anything. Okay, the, you know for reference what they're asking about. So, like, so uh, Eric says, so that depends on what those are. They are kinsmen. Are they angry, Heidi? We like to watch you and then run away when you draw when you point out that we see you. <laughs> I have not heard that Tarek is so aptly described before. <laughs> <laughs> I aim to please. You made a friend. Woo! Those are the ones we saw back there, right, Sun God? Uh, it seems so. Yes. Are you calling him Sun God? Uh, the this seems to not not okay with it. <laughs> uh, Kakai's brows kind of furrow. You would do well not to blaspheme in this place. He is a worshiper of the sun. He is not the brightest. <laughs> <laughs> not a worshiper of the sun. <laughs> in this place, the sun will take life as soon as given. Uh, you should watch who you deem to have such honor. Such an honor. I will do that. If you come across any relics in your travels, uh, that, that may point you towards our, our lost brethren. I would very much appreciate it if you could inform us of it. How do we get in touch with you? That may be more difficult. <laughs> <laughs> what if I make... Asking I do, the tough questions. What if I do this? I do minor illusion and five feet uh, and 30 feet in the air, I create a five foot by five foot uh, sign of Paylor. Okay. And say, like, I could do that. Is there a general place... Are, are you and your people nomadic? We are. We wander. Is there a general place, like, uh, out here, ruins, a set of rocks, that if we find it, we could maybe leave it for you on the off chance that we don't find you watering this gigantic desert? Yes, you may. I have a map. Really big on this. I want to give the the nice lizard people like a token. They gave us advice. I want to like exchange for it. I, but I, I have, have a feeling. Give them when we leave, though. Oh, you do? Uh, it's jackassy advice. <laughs> well, but I want to like give them a token of like a physical thing. No, no, it's fine. I, oh. I, I'm just I gonna like, give... fill their water skins or something. Like it's I'm just gonna give them more information on the nature of the cat before we leave. Well, something, and I have a feeling like <laughs> giving them coins isn't gonna chewy. work. Because oh yeah. I don't think they're like currency kind of people. What's well, the they should be. I don't know. What's the exchange rate for you know gold to uh, well, whatever these guys Well, if they're desert use. nomad people, then they probably don't care. They seem to like bones. I don't have bones. I'm, yeah, I'm I don't trying. Have bones on. You know, half orc. Well, bones on. technically, I mean, you all we have, all have bones, bones on you. You're kind of using them at the moment. Yeah. But, you know. well, apparently, we don't need our pinkies. <laughs> I don't want to find that guy and ask him. Turns out that's what happened. He's like, yeah, yeah I, I just didn't have anything to give him. So I was like, we're missing the keys. Both of them. Kakai says, where the river forks, near the great human city, north of that, at the edge of the desert, there's a place we call the Altar of the Elder. 
It is watched by all clans. It is a, a place of meeting and a place of a place with no fighting. But if you go there and stay, we will know to look for you. It may not be me, but be one of my So you want us to stay there and not leave the artifacts there? Yes. Alrighty. Other clans may come, but as if you stay at the altar, uh, it is a place of peace and you will not be accosted. Just as a point of clarity, since I may have missed this in the conversation. Should we come across the other clans and they ask what we're doing there? What should we tell them so they don't view us as being hostile for maybe potentially desecrating their area by being there and not being of the folk? Say so you are friends of the Kaniras and you are waiting for their arrival. It reaches into one of its uh, pouches and sticks its thumbs in. And when it comes out, you can see they're bright blue with dye. And they walk towards you and basically kind of from your, your eyebrows out to the the temples make like a little curved line uh, in bright blue. Hmm. We have horns. Face tattoos. I like it. <laughs> That's good on you. I'm going to reach into my pack, cut a length of rope, and then tie it so that it has three loops in the reflection of their banner. I give it to her. Okay? It hasn't identified itself in for gender. Them. And you can't tell. Okay. Oh, exactly. Um, to go around lifting tails. We're not going to have a conversation where we decide on the gender neutral pronouns. So. Okay. Well, you've said <laughs> she a couple of times, so. Yeah, I correct, sorry, I corrected myself. Or they are it. Okay. Yeah, I respect her. They. I will give yeah. it to them. Uh, they accept it graciously and give you like a little head nod uh, before attaching it to one of its trinket uh, sashes. Yeah. So no keeping. It was. I wrote Kakai. Now I'm realizing much it is Kakai, right? Uh, Kakai. Yes. Okay. Uh, making sure I didn't like leave out a letter. And they're asking us to look for the artifacts for the dead. I realize I wasn't taking notes like I meant to. Now I'm trying to go back while we're going to be doing yeah. things and filling things in. Uh, the Children of the Blazing Dawn mm. was what they what they called their their missing kid. So I don't think I've mentioned it. By and large, if approaching new people, since mm-hmm. he's still not totally used to how he looks, and he doesn't know how everyone else is going to react, he will generally pop his hood up. Okay. Um, like, when we're walking through the desert, if it's necessary for weather, it's obviously up. Um, but, like, when we enter the... Shade for the first time, mm-hmm. he's gonna put the hood up. Well, as much. Yeah, and I just want to make sure it's clear for like interactions so that we don't get that like you never said you did this. Right. Like, but yeah, his hood will generally be up, and but if like we become primary residents and shade, people know who he is. They'll probably start giving a shit at some point because it becomes irrelevant unless he's skulking. Mm. <laughs> However, Brock sometimes oh. does pull her head back. It's a tiefling. <laughs> <laughs> Brock oh. has done that in smaller villages. <laughs> probably. Oh, man. When when there wasn't threat of danger. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that could have gone also bad. He accepted me. We're friends now. You got a thing on his trinket necklace? Belt? What was it? It was like a a necklace or sash kind of. My god. Sweet blue. Yeah. Thing. So when we're twelve level characters, we come by here. We won't disturb numbers. Wrath. We're all like evil. Can I count Do that as a could become evil and never thought? Yeah, it'll it'll wash off in a few days. Oh, I mean, like, like kind of tough. Yeah, it's like it's like they took a. It's got like sharpie level of, <laughs> of officialness. And it's gonna take like two two good washes and good scrubs to get it off. Cool. All right. So you got a face tattoo. A little bit. You know, I might face know a thing or, yeah. I might know a thing or two about making it a tattoo. <laughs> Might consider that for later, actually. So we find out if I could actually do something about tattooing. The way I like to think of him is that he spent a lot of time in the streets because it was entertaining. So, in theory, 
Why not? Picked up on random skills. He could have, like, yeah, I mean, he could have. It seemed fun. It's more whether or not he's good at it, it would still be yeah. <laughs> an object of debate. Like, <laughs> like the whole bow and arrow thing. Like, technically, he knows how to use it. In reality, not so good. We, we all watched you just fail. Yeah. Like, well, he's been on the road for, like, a few months. So, in terms of, like, practical usage of, like, things like shooting a bow, like, he's done a lot of practice at home, like, being taught archery. It's very much that, like, I'm shooting a stationary target that's not a living thing. Mm. And it, most of his combat experiences are essentially bar More fights and guards. Well, no, not even that. Like, he still has, like, like I mean, he learned a lot of his fighting on the streets because that's where he spent his time. But again, like, he wasn't necessarily stabbing people <laughs> and, like, trying to, like, murder things on a regular basis. It was more like Running a bar fight or getting away or, you know, it was a brawl more than, like, a fight for survival. Cheeky shenanigans, not yeah. murderous shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. With gifts having been exchanged, Kai and gives you that sort of goodbye nod, and the rest of their group uh, does the same. As he, as he turns to leave, he goes, real quick, our friend mentioned a cat. On the off chance that you find it, we have a good authority. It is tasty. You could try to find its owners and turn it in, but we, it, it tastes like candy <laughs> food, we've been told. If we find such bounty of meat <laughs> out here in these lands, rest assured, we will make good use of it. <laughs> Good to know. Just want to make sure you had the heads up that you've been uh, so kind to us. It is appreciated. <laughs> and uh, as they uh, depart to the, as the the band departs to the towards the east, uh, you continue onward with the setting sun to the north, uh, following Kikai's instructions. Uh, as the sun goes down, the stars array uh, beautifully above you with nary a cloud in the sky. And as you begin to enter the the deep desert. Uh, we will end for tonight. All right. So thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's adventure. Uh, I know it was a bit of kind of set up and get going, but it'll pay off. And hope you hopefully you still enjoyed yourself. Uh, this is a new podcast, so I hate to do this part. It's always my least favorite part of any podcast. But um, if you can spread the word, tell your friends, uh, wherever you listen to it, give us a like or a subscribe or a review or what have you. Uh, we really appreciate it, and it helps get the word out there and lets everyone else know um, that we're pretty cool and pretty enjoyable, hopefully. Hopefully you feel that way. I've been enjoying myself so far. Uh, so thank you again. We'll see you next week. Deuces. So uh, for the, our audience, one thing that we always do, typically at the table, is we call shout-outs. Uh, our players, if they think someone did something that was enjoyable, either funny, rad in combat, or just kind of thinking outside the box, basically anything noteworthy, our players can give shout-outs to other players. It gives them a little boost of experience and gives them some inspiration. Uh, if you think any of our players deserve a shout-out, we're going to go ahead and take that away from the table this time and put it out into the internet. So if you think any of the players deserve a shout-out for anything they did, uh, you can go ahead and tweet that to us at, at diebythedice or diebythedice at gmail.com. One of the ways we're hoping to get some listener interaction, and uh, you might get your name said on the air as part of your shout-out. If you say what you like and why they deserve uh, some bonus XP and some inspiration. <laughs>